Hello and welcome to Too Many Movies, the podcast where we discuss DVDs, Blu-rays, and even the occasional VHS tape. I am your host, Hal, and with me here today is Omega. Introduce yourself. Hello, Internet. My name is Omega, or Crystal Omega on YouTube. Um, I'm a fan of a lot of multimedia stuff, including cartoons, film, and video games. And I also run a YouTube channel. I'm glad to be here today. Yeah, happy to have you on, because uh, we got some interesting movies to talk about. Let's talk about the first one. Uh, Garfield Gets Real. Mm-hmm. Or, or as I like to say, Garfield Gets Real. Yeah, well, this is a real movie. It was a real movie, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was sort of glad you recommended this. So, so one, it's a DVD that I own that's just kind of in this pile of DVDs that I just have randomly um, just because I've amassed a huge collection of them over the years. So it's like, it's good to get stuff like this. Like it's, it's good to have stuff like this, have their episodes because I want to really watch them and get an idea of whether I want to keep these in the collection. Um, and I also was, was fascinated because this movie is part of an ongoing uh, sub-series in, my, uh, in this entire podcast. Uh, what I mean by that is it's a movie directed by a guy named Mark A.Z. DePay. I think that's how you say his name. Oh, and the, I did. And the re- okay. Yeah, the reason I bring that up is because he so far, this is the third movie I've talked about uh, on this podcast of his. Because the first one I talked about was Frankenfish. The next one was Marmaduke 2022. Obviously, Marmaduke 2022 has become kind of a staple of this channel, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> yeah, now we're it's movie number three. It's Garfield Gets Real. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, when are you going to get to Spawn? Because he also did uh, that. Oh, that'll be like the series finale or something. <laughs> yeah, that's, his or- that's his origin as director, which I was so surprised that he directed that. Like, I was lo- mm-hmm. I was curious about who directed this movie, and I was like, he directed Spawn? So you go yeah. from Spawn to Garfield Gets Real, and I'm, I, I, I was, it was so funny. <laughs> it's also really funny because, like, Spawn is, like, his most popular movie on Letterboxd, so it's like, oh... He peaked with Spawn. Yeah. It was... <laughs> like, I mean, let's be real here. He peaked with Marmaduke 2022. You, there's no going beyond that. You've you've uh, reached enlightenment when you make something like Marmaduke 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kidding, though. Spawn is your peak. And, well, we all know that Faust is the better Spawn. But anyway, that's uh, regardless of all that uh, bullshit. Omega, what did you think of Garfield Gets Real? Was it real enough for you? Um. So before before I say what I think about this movie, I just want to quickly go over why I picked this. Oh sure, so, yeah, I'm I'm dying to know. <laughs> so um so this is a movie I actually watched a lot when I was little because when I was little mm-hmm. I was in love with the live action movies, you know the Bill Murray ones, and I was mm. and I want I was itching to watch more Garfield stuff and and you needed that since, Garfield itch. Yeah, I needed that. I need to watch like an animated Garfield thing because I didn't know where to watch the 80, the old cartoon from and the CG mm-hmm. show wasn't out yet. So when I learned that, oh, there's a directed DVD movie, I was so excited because, oh, it's an animated Garfield movie. That sounds super cool. And when I, I watched that movie, like, f- I think four or five times when I was a kid, it was a lot. 
Um, mm. And then I watched um, the two sequels, not as much, but I, you know, Fun mm. Fest and Pet Force. And then I didn't watch any of those for like a decade. Like I even <laughs> the last time I watched this movie when was when I was like, I don't know, eleven or twelve. It was a while, while back. And mm-hmm. when I finally like what like saw the movie on your list, I was like, oh, maybe I, we sh- I should revisit this. I think it'd be a good one. Yeah. So I watched it yesterday with my friend, and after watching it, I was just like this is the this was nothing <laughs> this movie was like i was like this is nothing like that's the best i could describe this entire movie it was nothing like it was nothing <laughs> it, garfield gets real more like garfield gets unreal yeah like, it's unreal like this you know, say what you will about the live action movies. Like, I'm not going to say they're peak fit cinema or anything like that. But, like, mm-hmm. I would rather watch those over Garfield Gets Real. This movie was just... I was honestly kind of more bored by it than anything. Like, Interesting. Like, it's... Like, I wouldn't call it, like, one of the worst movies I've ever seen or anything like that. But it was definitely mm-hmm. a movie I just didn't feel much... I just felt almost nothing from it aside from like a couple of good things I could say about it. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely a product of its time. It, like you said, you watched it a lot as a kid. I think I watched it once cause it was like playing on cartoon network one day randomly. Cause I, I feel like that's kind of what this movie was made for. was like being like a movie of the week on like cartoon network or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. just like this, short generic kids movie but like you go back and you watch it and you're just like wait they showed this to kids like what Uh (laughs) just because it's yeah but you know what you're right it's really disappointing in that it's really really just a big old nothing um i also watched it with like friends and we were sort of struggling like i was trying to get whatever material I could out of it, but like, my God, like, yeah, what an what an unpleasant movie experience, yeah. uh, just from how boring it was. Yeah, and not even like funny bad. It's just it's just yeah. not it's just not that interesting. Which is weird because I do from what I've I did I don't know where I read this from, but apparently this movie was like I think John Davis, the creator of Garfield, said this the idea of this movie he's had for a while. <laughs> I, I i can't i can't verify if that's true but i think i've read somewhere that he said that he's had this idea for this movie for a while like I, before and yeah, <laughs> that's just strange to me that the, yeah. this is your baby this yeah this jim are you serious mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like so one thing I'll, i want to start off with is the world building I I know I'm going to sound insane. It's like, oh, the world building of Garfield gets real. (laughs) But like, no, it makes no sense, first of all, because like it's trying to be who framed Roger Rabbit, where you have like, oh, the the cartoon characters are real. But like it's so first of all, they're comic characters, but they set up how they make the comics as if it's like a movie because they have like a set. They have like a camera they have like a director directing them but then it's like no it's they're just taking pictures of them and then the text pops up later and then also 
the projector that they use is also like an interdimensional projector that you know <laughs> they can see through like different newspapers yeah and, it's like and they can jim jim what are you doing like this is way too complicated for a garfield movie do you realize that like yeah and also the thing with the newspaper spying on humans that's super suspicious yeah uh, like what where who came up with that well jim did why why did you do this jim <laughs> like yeah. this makes no sense and i say it's like roger rabbit because yeah you have this like you're taking these characters in this certain medium and bringing them to life and like kind of pulling back the curtain if you will into how they make this kind of stuff and it's also like that because they have other characters showing up so in like who framed roger rabbit yes you have roger rabbit who's in original oc donut steel but like you also have mickey mouse and bugs bunny and daffy and donald and yosemite sam and you have all these like famous cartoon characters showing up whereas here it's like yeah you have garfield and then you have dagwood and then um, you have the that... yellow dog from mother goose i think that's what uh, the comic is called i forget where he's from um i'm trying to remember where he's from i'll i'll see if i can look it up um, and then they mentioned, and then I remember they mentioned Snoopy out of nowhere. Yeah, they have like one reference to Snoopy, but as like, oh, I wonder what Snoopy's like. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Like, that's all you have. Like, th that's your Avengers Endgame of uh, co comic, <laughs> newspaper comic characters. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, oh, yeah. You don't, you, they didn't even bring in Dilbert or calvin and hobbs or uh, i'm blanking on a bunch of um, family family circus for crying out loud like i'm like these aren't other great options i mean i'd prefer they didn't include calvin and hobbs so i'm kind of glad they didn't but like i don't know yeah would have been nice <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know oh, something oh. You, you just like it's just such a weirdly uh barren wasteland of opportunity yeah here. like this i is, mean honestly i don't think it's a terrible idea like the story is not a terrible idea like the world and such but like yeah it's just, it's just executed so poorly it in a way it kind of reminds it's it's it kind of this is going to be a really out of left field comparison but bear with me here it's yeah. like how in the movie thomas and the magic railroad they like try to make it more grand and cinematic but they just end up making it more confusing because you're just like wait so island of sodor is like its own inter it's like its own dimension from opposed to the real world like how does yeah. that work mm -hmm. it's the same thing here it's like okay so garfield is in this dimension of comic characters and he can transfer between dimensions because newspapers are like a portal to a different dimension how does that work like yeah what like that's so random and stupid <laughs> <laughs> it's weird like there's so much weird stuff about it i just yeah make any sense um and also i gotta say the cell like the cell shading in the cartoon world looks so off like did you notice how off like the cell shading in the cartoon world looked you know what's funny is that I didn't even notice a difference between the cartoon world and the supposed quote unquote real world. Like they looked the same essentially. It's like okay, this is supposed to be a cartoon character coming to the real world, but he's just in a different CGI location. Um I I mean I guess like in the comic world like they're 
edges were like a lot more defined with like the black lines, but like it was not that noticeable. Like again, when Garfield went to the real world, like when Garfield got real, the titular scene where he got real, it literally had no impact because it's just like, okay, again, you're just in a different CGI landscape. Uh, Garfield, like, what are you doing? Um, I will also say, like, his model does change a little bit. And one, there was one thing I did notice throughout the movie is that when he was in the real world, you know, he, he did get a different, like, character model. And what I noticed is that he kept switch the he kept switching from that model to the cartoon model because the difference between both was like the real world model was more like a real cat and then the cartoon model was more like how Garfield look and he kept switching through both of those models like in between scenes and it's so like it was so distracting I don't know if you noticed it I didn't actually that's interesting like that's actually that probably would have been really clever had it been executed properly which I don't think it was because I didn't notice but I guess you did that's interesting yeah it's like a weird like I mean it's not a huge difference but like you can like if you compare to both models you can see like you can see like how different they look and it was like abstracting to me just seeing like him switch between those models like in between literally in between scenes like there was a scene where he's like trying to present himself back to the i think the ceo like the corporation people and he kept switching mm-hmm. between his real the real world model and his cartoon model and it was so distracting <laughs> i don't i like, i probably didn't notice it during that scene because uh to segue into something i was excited to bring up for this movie um in that scene there's a scene where like there's a there's a shot where like garfield and Odie are looking from behind like a cardboard cutout or something there's like the the point is that there's like comic strips of garfield like on the side Mm -hmm. and one of those comics is like uh a a like an edit of the actual comic of john saying the f word (laughs) i did see that yeah that's like something like this movie is infamous for it's so strange because like and me and my friends we i like pause the movie to like make to like really take a look and yeah it's it the the it's it's undeniable. It it is a panel of John going, "I'm a mushroom cloud layering motherfucker, motherfucker," and you're just like, "Whoa!" Like this aired on Cartoon Network. Like this is for obviously kids. this is for kids. Obviously, I don't think you know kids would have noticed this on Cartoon Network because it's like a blink and you'll miss it. It's for you know us Garfield aficionados who would pause this to find this kind of stuff. But it's just. It's so bizarre and just such a really cursed aspect of this mm-hmm. movie. And I love that about this movie. I love that that's a fact for this movie because like I just love when kids movies especially have such cursed facts like this attributed mm-hmm. to it. It's like ah oh, I love that. I wish it was more defined uh, honestly so then kids actually would have seen that on Cartoon yeah, Network. My, when I was watching this with my friend, she was like uh, when she she made us um like rewind to that scene because I did know know it was and we were both like oh we're oh what if a kid sees that little comic he's like and 
she and the kid's like, "Oh, mom, look at that comic on the screen." And then their pa- parents like, "Oh my god, no!" Yeah, <laughs> uh, we were it was we were just imagining that, and it was so funny. <laughs> I'm a mushroom layering motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a Garfield yeah. quote for the ages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, I just what a bizarre movie. Um, yeah. but like. Not bizarre enough that it's like, like we were saying, it's not funny bad. Like, it's just boring for most of the time. Like, we got a few chuckles here and there. And again, like, yeah, the not safe for work comic being featured is really fucking funny. But like, I don't know. There's just not enough of this movie that like I was having as an ironically an, un, an unironically hilarious time as I probably would have wanted to. Yeah. Or an ironic. Like, I don't know. It's just not there. Like I love funny, bad movies. Like they're some of the most fun I've ever had watching a movie, especially in like a group setting. Like we've Mm -hmm. had some real bangers over the years that I've seen, but like, that's not this. And I was kind of hoping it would be like, I'm disappointed with Garfield gets real. Honestly, I never thought I'd say that, but I am. Yeah. Like I want to, I at least want to go into this movie. Like, okay, at least if 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 it's bad at least it will be like kind of funny bad but no i mm-hmm. just i didn't laugh at all like i laughed at a couple <laughs> jokes sure and, and like the only like real compliments like, i could give this movie is that i do like frank welker as garfield like he's mm. not like i don't think he's as good as lorenzo music but no but i liked frank welker's garfield i don't i don't think he's a bad garfield I think thinking back to it, um, when I was a kid, I think one of my earliest, not earliest, but definitely one of my introductions to Garfield being voiced, like having a voice, would probably have been Frank Welker as Garfield in the Garfield show. Yeah. Um, I think most, some of the voice actors from this movie came back for that. Like, I know. um, I think so. I think, I forget who voices John, but he, um, I know he's also. Isn't it like Wally Wingard or something? Yeah, he's he's the Riddler in the Batman Arkham games. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I I could so now whenever I think of Riddler, I think of John from Garfield. <laughs> John in that spider body from the Garfield show, like riddle me this, Batman. Yeah. And I mean, look at the Garfield show. Like that is a bizarre show. But yeah, that's a good point. Like it's more. That's that's a way more interesting to talk about and watch. Here, it's not like it's bizarre, but not interesting at all. Like that's a good point, honestly. From what I remember, I mean, I don't remember a whole lot because it's been a while since I've seen the Garfield show. But like, I feel like a lot of that show did stick with me, whether for better or for worse. I. I'm, it's kind of hard to tell, but like, yeah, I would sooner rewatch like episodes of the Garfield show just because of how bizarrely hilarious it could have gotten. Whereas like, yeah, here it's just boring and standard. It's yeah. really just, yeah, no, it's, it was, it was not real enough, honestly. Yeah. He needed, <laughs> it was, it was unreal. <laughs> yeah it was too unreal we Honestly, needed it to be more real the best part of the movie is probably the title that is the best part of the movie. yeah it's such a funny title it's so funny just to be like garfield gets real yeah and it's, it's like, good for memes but 
Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just a bore of a movie and it just nothing yeah. happens and it's it's nothing hard happens. it's hard for me to like come up with stuff to say about it just because yeah. it's nothing and that's yeah. it's, it's very disappointing because I wanted to I wanted to find some interesting things to say about it but it's just like mm-hmm. the only things that compliment is some good voice acting and there's a couple of creative things about it like as much as I'm not as much as I think some of the character designs like the originals are kind of weird I do kind of like the idea of the cartoon world like kind of coming up when the sun comes up like at the beginning that was kind of neat to see yeah sure and how they actually get Garfield back was kind of creative but that's kind of it like it's just kind of it's just it's just a boring movie aside from like the fun the little things like that inappropriate comic yeah exactly when i think of a movie that actually pulls this kind of uh you know other world of characters living in the real world uh when i think of movies that pull that off nicely i think of stuff like who framed roger rabbit and wreck it ralph um you know mm-hmm. obviously because those movies are actually you know good they're, um mm-hmm. yeah they're good whereas like here this doesn't have the advantage of being good and it's just stupid like it just doesn't really take advantage all that much but i mean it's disappointing that i didn't get a a funny lol movie to like make fun of but i guess i am glad i watched it because now i can make the decision of i don't want to keep this dvd um like at all it's just not funny enough to keep in the collection there's there's other movies that are funny bad that i would love to keep in the collection but this is just not one of them so yeah I, i'm unfortunately getting rid of it uh twas not to be yeah um i didn't actually watch this on the dvd since i unfortunately didn't have it anymore i just watched it on youtube so at least I oh didn't... i watched it i watched it on tubi uh, i didn't actually watch the dvd either oh really <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean not to uh kind of you know break the illusion or anything but uh yeah uh sometimes i don't actually watch the movies on their dvds i just watch them on uh other means because like sometimes i want to watch them with people and i can't i don't have like any disc player hooked up to my computer so i can't just play the disc i so yeah i ended up watching this on tubi with friends but i mean it's still the same movie on the disc yeah I'm it's just... no- nothing there's not like there's a 4k version of this movie yeah Um, a a 4k of this would be hilarious because it would be getting a 4k before titanic getting a 4k (laughs) yeah and we'd see that comic in 4k (laughs) Ooh, that would be awesome that would be epic and i also will say that the two sequels are not much better at all from what i remember (laughs) like fun fest i just want to quickly tell you about those two just be very quick please do and fun do. fest um so garfield finds out that he's not funny <laughs> like he, he doesn't find he finds out that he's not funny so what he does is for this fun fest he goes on a quest with Odie to find this funny water and he and he tries to drink the funny water but like he realizes that oh the the he, the funny was in me the entire time and because oh. he was told by the he was told by the frog who's played by barnacle boy from spongebob <laughs> 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 and he bates and then he and then he um 
and then he dances with Arlene and punches Normal in the face, who's like the <laughs> bad guy in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Normal's always the bad guy in yeah. well life. Yeah. Um, I will say, wow. I will say quickly um, about uh, Get Real. I kind of did. Normal was pretty good, even though he mm. was only in the movie for like a minute or two. Um, yeah, and then Pet Force is like. I don't remember much of Pet Force. The only thing I remember was that Liz was the bad guy in it. Because really, yeah. Because here's the thing: there's in the that in the continuity of those three movies, Liz does not exist. But there's like an evil Liz who's like a super villain. It's based off I, like one of the old late '90s Garfield comics where they're superheroes. What? I'm speechless. I I'm sorry. Like oh, I yeah. I think you're. I think you're selling me on these movies, honestly. I That I probably mean, wasn't your intention, but unfortunately, you've sold me on them. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, I mean, I guess I'd give them a watch if I watched Get Real. But, like, I mean, I don't, again, I didn't watch those two as much as the first one. But I do remember, <laughs> like, the, bi- the big things about them, especially Fun Fests with its <laughs> funny water. But, it's like, but, like. It's funnier how I'm saying it compared to how it is in the movie because it's not they're both not really that funny even from what I remember ironically I just well I mean maybe <laughs> they are I don't know I haven't seen them in like a decade yeah. so maybe yeah, so maybe they're better while. than get real but still maybe well there's only one way to find out William Mordo watch out I'm taking over uh, movie night again <laughs> yeah I'm, mm-hmm. uh. <laughs> But yeah, I I don't really have anything else to say about Get Real other than there's also a DS game. Oh, is there? Yes. Um, and funny thing, um, I was gonna be like originally I was gonna be doing like a I was researching like a couple Garfield games and I found out that Fun Fest also had a DS game like the sequel to this and Fun Fest DS game came out before Gets Real's DS game. Which I don't know how Interesting. that how that yeah. happened, but I just <laughs> it just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! They just made a game out of anything back in those days, didn't they? Yeah, they made a game of March of the Penguins. Did they really? Yes. R- what? That's real. Yeah. It oh got. Re- yeah. It got H- how? It, how? Like, how does that work? It's like a weird. I think it's like a weird worms type of clone. But yes, there's a game on the DS and Game Boy Advance. Wow, that's <laughs> that is funnier than anything in Garfield Gets Real. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> March of the Penguins uh DS game. Wow. Yeah. That's just that's bizarre. I'm um, I am a licensed game enthusiast, so I know uh, clearly. Yeah. yeah. No. That, mm-hmm. That's awesome. Glad I learned that. Um yeah, well, speaking of uh, bizarre, you want to move on to the next movie, which yeah. is quite bizarre. The actual um, good movie. <laughs> the actual good movie. A movie that's actually real, as opposed to Garfield gets real. Yeah, um, this time the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles get real. That's right, yeah, we're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 1990 movie specifically, because I think there's like you know a billion other things called Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles, yeah, but this the, is the 1990 movie, the the, the, the good one. The original. Um, the, yeah, the original. Um, so what is like your Turtles experience, if I may ask? Uh, very lackluster, honestly. I So 
I grew up knowing of Ninja Turtles. Um, like I knew of them, and I do remember watching some of like the. I think it was like a cartoon from like. Was there a cartoon that came out in two thousand three of yeah, Ninja Turtles? That's, that's yeah, two thousand three one. I think by four kids. I think I watched some of that. I don't remember any of it. Um. Uh, I think the maximum amount of my turtle knowledge comes from watching whatever video, whatever videos like the nostalgia critic did on uh, Ninja Turtles. But uh, I I have seen a fair few things from Turtles. I've just never really been a diehard Ninja Turtles fan, Um, but I've, I've always known about them and I've liked what I've seen for the most part. I will say this is probably one of my favorite things I've seen from the Ninja Turtles uh, franchise. Um, but even then, I can't really say I fell in love with this movie. I think if I watched this as a kid, I'd freaking adore it. But I think this is definitely one of those movies you kind of had to have uh, watched growing up to truly appreciate it. Um, but that said, I liked it. I thought it was fun um what's what I'll, i could go on but like honestly you get the gist like yeah i think yeah. ninja turtles it's never really been a thing i've i've been obsessed with but from what i've seen i do like some of it um but what's your uh ninja turtles backstory all right so i'm actually kind of a big turtles fan like i've, I've <laughs> consumed a lot of um like the video games the shows and the movies so i'm mm-hmm. really familiar with a lot of it um I will say also the 2003 series is a good watch. Like that mm-hmm. is a very very good show. Even even it's one of the, like the better four kids series. Um, mm, four kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've watched basically all the movies. Um, and include of course including the 90s one. And mm-hmm. while I do think this is not my favorite Turtles film. I still, my personal favorite is still the 2007 one, even though I do say that it is a pretty flawed film. Like it has a Mm -hmm. lot of flaws and the nineties film is way more solid. I still think that, um, I still think the the 2007 one is my favorite, but if I had to say like, which one was the best one, I'd say the nineties one, unless I don't know, Mm -hmm. maybe, the new one that's coming out later this year is better. I don't know, but yeah, um, some people are like really looking forward to that. I mean, yeah. that. Th- I mean, it looks like it's gonna be pretty pleasing to fans. Uh, I don't know what to expect with it. I, I, I just didn't. I didn't know they were making a new one until people were just like, "Yo, they're making a Spider Verse Ninja Turtles." It's like they're making a what? <laughs> and then I saw the trailer. I'm like, oh, okay, I see. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I watched the '90s one. Um. It was like I got the nine. I actually had like this three pack DVD set with the trilogy with one, two, and three, and I watched mm. two the most just because really two, just because two had um Tolkar and Razar in it, and I was like, I really was big into seeing the turtles fight like other mutants, so that's the one okay. I watched the most. Um, Turtles three is so funny that <laughs> it is when <laughs> that is a movie that I'm that I'm like bizarre happened <laughs> um it's a movie so good that the avgn uh sliced his vhs tape of <laughs> yeah. it with a, with a sword i've only seen the clip i have not seen the actual video he made on that um i'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm just i'm familiar enough that people don't like that movie which i have seen the other sequels but we can 
yeah, maybe save that for later. Yeah, we'll save that for another time. But in terms of the original, I, I did. I think I watched the original like not as much as two, but way more than three. And mm-hmm. the original, like, I do. It's still a pretty good movie. I do. You know about its like crazy development though. Um. So I think I do from what various videos I've seen on it. It's like so it didn't have like a set studio backing it like it was more of like an independent it, yeah. feature starting and then like new line stepped in to like distribute it um but yeah like it was like considered at the time like one of the most expensive like independent movies at the yeah. time if i'm remembering that correctly yeah and like because no one wanted to make it despite how big <laughs> it was that was basically it no one wanted to make this movie because like even though which is toss- weird because like yeah the ninja turtles were like Big, everywhere but, yeah. they were huge yeah but yeah. no this movie was like that no one wanted to make it and i've read like stories of like how like really difficult it was for the actors in the suits i mean were, yeah <laughs> like I, like a lot i remember there was i think it was the scene with um I think it was Mikey and Donnie who are just sitting in the sewers. I heard that took just an entire day for that scene. Oh man, that's that's hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And wow, I could even I was even seeing in the film itself a couple of goofs. Like there's a scene with Raph and Leonardo, and in the corner you could just see a guy just <laughs> crouched in the corner. Like yeah, and then there's also a scene where I think Donnie's mouth, and you can see inside the act the actors. Inside. You can see you can see the actor's mouth inside Donnie's mouth. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I always point that out. I'm just like, oh, I can see it <laughs> every yeah. time. But um, yeah, yeah. It it just had like a super crazy development. But for how it came about, I still think it holds up pretty well. Like I think so too. Like all I, things considered. Like like again, it's not it's not my favorite it's still not my favorite turtles film just i just like the 07 one a lot more but this one i think if you're like a turtles fan or even if you just want like a good solid movie i think you'll enjoy it i think it's yeah like it's still it's still a pretty solid movie i'd say for what it does in um adapting like the turtles story if you will like i think it does a good job in that it it doesn't go too big like it's a movie but like this is such an odd franchise that you really can't do like so much in live action especially at that time and especially Mm -hmm. if it's like a quote-unquote independent movie like you only can do so much so i think with what they pull off i think they do pretty well i mean I've heard like the comparisons of it to like Batman 89 and you can definitely see that. And like Mm -hmm. uh, the way like it kind of establishes the city and like the way you'll see like the way the turtles are and like the shadows at nighttime, like it's very heavily inspired. Um, But in a way that doesn't feel like it's ripping off Batman 89 because it it still feels like a turtles film Mm -hmm. Um, in that, you know, we still get the turtles acting, acting in their ways uh even though each one of them has like a distinct personality they still have like the grouping of, the group of them themselves have a personality in that they're goofy teenagers um kicking ass like you 
you definitely get that with this movie. I I will say, like, you definitely get the sense that this was made by people who love these characters and love mm-hmm. this franchise, um, while also uh, making sacrifices in adapting it to be a movie. Yeah, um, I will also say, uh, I do like uh, how the the suit how the turtles looked in this like Mm -hmm. obviously like like obviously they do kind of get worse as the sequels go on like if you looked at the suits in turtles 3 oh my god they look (laughs) atrocious i Um, love the uh when the nostalgia critic did like videos on like the specials they did and like the suits just look god awful like they have like the same smile in every scene where they're just like ah let's go celebrate christmas and it's just like the worst looking puppets you have ever seen in anything (laughs) (laughs) yeah like you gotta i gotta there's so many really awful looking turtle suits out there there was one i know there was like a special about like this train thing and the suits oh, oh my god i remember i remember i remember seeing that somewhere on the internet i can't remember but like i'm just like my god that's embarrassing yeah they they got really bad but the first film they looked pretty good like i think they yeah. look they it's jim henson uh, yeah, yeah, it's Jim Henson Company working on them. So yeah, they're gonna be freaking kick ass. Yeah, like, they look great. To, and shouts to the Splinter Puppet too. Like that. Oh that, yeah, that looks pretty good too. Like it's yeah, that's like, it's per, it's performed and voiced by uh Kevin Clash Elmo. Yeah, <laughs> um, but also yeah, the puppet looks amazing. Like it, it looks like yeah, it does look like it was made by the Jim Henson Company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this this film just kind of it it's aged like pretty well like the fat like how ever how they look it it still yeah. looks really good effects wise yes it has aged very well um everything else it's kind of aged a bit like it's a very late 80s early 90s looking movie yeah um i think um I remember... for the best possible way like in the best possible way yeah. it looks it looks like it's from the late 80s early 90s like it, it has a charm to it because i remember like i don't i think it was avgn or james rolf he's he, per- he i think i remember him saying this perfect thing about it where it was like it was the transition from the 80s to the 90s this movie yes yes which is pretty uh telling because it's like it literally came out in 1990 so yeah, yeah totally yeah that's what it kind of feels like um yeah i do also i do also like how they they kind of combine both uh uh you know the comic and the cartoon with this movie you know you got mm-hmm. the, you got the colored bandanas from the cartoon you also have um the more the darker backstory from the comic although it's not entirely the same because in the comic mm-hmm. um it's it's not um Orokusaki who's in love with um Amato Yoshi's wife it's um his brother and it's a lot more it's a lot it's way more darker because that's more about vengeance right. this one this one is like you know Shredder's obviously the bad guy Splinter's the good guy but in the comic it's more it's more murky it's a lot more black and interesting. white interesting yeah because oh. you can't because you can't kind of blame both they both mm-hmm. like kind of hate each other for good reason but in the movie yeah obviously Orokusagi is the bad is 100% the bad guy while Splinter is the good guy. 
It's kind yeah, of yeah. I guess they, they didn't want to be too confusing because this is a kids movie. Yeah, after they want all. they want to make it more lighthearted, which I get. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, which I feel like a darker tone would have been super cool but like i mean you kind of get that with the visuals and the fact that like you see like little kids smoking in this movie like oh yeah. literally there's a, there's that scene it's like it's like it's like uh the pleasure island scene from pinocchio where like these kids are just like playing arcade games they're playing pool they're smoking cigarettes they're eating junk food they're watching bad movies it's just like oh this place looks awesome i wish i could do this oh wait i'm an adult i can do this anyway it's like yeah <laughs> it, it really gets you in that mindset of like whoa this is so cool Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously it's not good for you because you're being a degenerate because the, re- the reason you're doing all this is because you're committing crimes. It's like, Oh, well that's not a good thing. <laughs> so, uh-huh. but like, yeah, that's the point of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do also think the fighting looks pretty good too. Like the martial oh, yeah. arts, it's, it's still, again, it looks pretty good. Um, Not only is it impressive martial arts, it's impressive that they're doing these martial arts in these stupid turtle costumes. mm -hmm. Like, and they're making it look natural. Like that cannot be easy to do. Like you're doing like the, like you're doing like this insane martial arts and fighting skills while dressed as a Ninja Turtle. Like that's, that, that's gotta be so difficult. And no wonder, like, you know, it, it took a long time to film this and like the, it was like such a crazy uh behind the scenes uh yeah. production yeah it it was a nightmare f- from what i read um i also like the sound the soundtrack is really good like it's mm. super dark and like it has it just fits the tone of the film really well it knows when to be sinister and it knows when to be lighthearted and goofy for yeah. sure Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a very good balance for what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I also wonder like when like a if like a kid who's never who's like more familiar with the newer turtle stuff watches this for the first time and he's surprised to hear the turtles swear. <laughs> mm, yeah, Raphael is just like damn. <laughs> yeah, and I think Mikey says that too, like watching the TV. <laughs> Oh, at one point, Raphael says bitchin'. Like, at the end, when they're just, like, celebrating, he's just like, bitchin'. I'm just like, excuse me? (laughs) Yeah. Whoa, you could get away with a lot in 1990. Yeah, it's... It's... It's something. It's something. I'm glad it was something. (laughs) Uh Uh, But, yeah, I mean, it's it's just a solid movie. I mean, I don't have a huge, huge lot to say about it, just because it's mostly a solid movie. Yeah, I I could come up with, like, nitpicks and criticisms, but it's just, like, I I don't know if I'm really going to this movie, like, expecting something super deep and meaningful. I will say there are some scenes that, like, I thought were done really well. Like, there's that, there's we mentioned earlier, there's that scene where, like, Mikey and Donnie are, like, down in the sewers and, like, how it's kind of establishing Donnie just being, like, Hey Mikey, you ever really think about what Splinter was saying when he says he might be gone? But like Mikey just kind of ignores him, you know. And you're just like, oh Mikey, you're just such a child. But then like later in the movie, yeah. that comes back when like they hear Splinter for the first time, and like they're like meditating, and Splinter appears in like the campfire, and then he disappears, and you look at Mikey, and they went the extra mile of like making it look like Michelangelo is crying. Yeah. Um, because he's like he's hearing his master for the first time it's like holy shit like what a great scene in a in teenage ninja turtles of all movies like yeah. it's it's done really really well 
Yeah, that is a fantastic scene. Um, Shredder was really good in this. Mm. He was. He's not, he's not played by Philip Banks, but uh, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's he's great in this. Um, there's not like a ton of scenes with him, like as, mm-hmm. as much as I remember, but he was still pretty good. It's it, but one thing I did kind of I don't know if I want to. You've you've seen? Did you say you've seen two and three? I have seen two and three. Okay. Um, it's kind of not as often as the first one, but I have seen two and three. It's kind of interesting to think that the turtles never really beat Shredder because, like in the first one, they only Splinter defeats him, and then the second one, Shredder or Super Shredder in this case, he just falls on, he just basically kills himself. Oh yeah, so, I remember. I remember that vaguely, but I that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, because they're under the boardwalk and. <laughs> he becomes super shredder <laughs> it just falls on him <laughs> yeah so oh yeah re- so really happen. the turtles never actually beat shredder in any of these movies which i find kind of i don't know just kind of an interesting detail yeah, yeah that is interesting <laughs> yeah the only in fact the only turtles movie where they've actually beaten shredder is the first michael well the first the 2014 movie <laughs> Well, isn't that the one where, like, technically April defeats Shredder because she's the one who, like, kicks him? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, then I, and then I was about to say there was there was also Turtles Forever, but that's technically not true as Bebop and Rock City kill Shredder in that. Oh, wow. So is Shredder going to be in the new uh, Ninja Turtles movie, the Mutant Mayhem? They haven't confirmed that he's in it. Um they won't they haven't said like if he's gonna be like the villain or not it seems like it's gonna be like baxter stockman's gonna be the villain okay um but that's kind of it i don't know if maybe they're gonna push him for like at the end of the movie like as then oh yeah yeah it'll be like either an end credit scene or it'll be like uh that scene in the batman where the joker shows up as like a unnamed arkham uh asylum prisoner like whatever like when he's talking to like riddler yeah, yeah they'll, pro- they'll probably do something like that i mean shredder is like so synonymous with the ninja turtles like you really can't have a movie with them and not shredder i feel like um as, as an outsider with the ninja turtles franchise i feel like not including shredder in a ninja turtles thing would be like having batman but not having the joker show up like i just said with at the end of the batman i could i can see where you're coming from with that um there have been like a couple of instances where shredder is not the villain like the third turtles movie he wasn't in it at all mm-hmm. um in the sixth season of the 2003 series shredder was not the villain at all in that he was mm. like only for like cameos and I remember, um, and some like sometimes in a few series, he's like a he's like turned out to be like a demon, like he like there's some weird Shredder some weird <laughs> stuff in, in the demon series. Shredder. Yeah, like I think in the in the 2003 series, there's like three different versions of Shredder. That's interesting. Yeah, kind of... demon Shredder, demon Shredder, where? <laughs> yeah, it's the Shredder stories get wacky. Yeah, but in a good kind uh, of way. I, can, they're, they're I mean, I can imagine with a series called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you're gonna get some wacky stories. <laughs> yeah, there's so much crazy stuff, but yeah, yeah. Uh, back to the '90s movie. It's it's still good. I mean, yeah. I don't have anything 
else to really say about it. It's just it's a good movie. Yeah, like I was saying, um, as many nitpicks and criticisms as as I could probably come up with, they don't really bother me that much. Because, like, even though I didn't grow up with this, I understand why people have such a fondness for this movie. Um, I think it's good. Um, I think it's good. I am glad it was, I have this DVD of it in my collection. Um, if you have nothing else to say about the movie itself, we can get into talking about the DVD. Uh, yeah, we could. I also watched it, the DVD of it, although I watched it on my PS2. Oh, you watched it on your PS2? <laughs> yeah, just to get that kind of... To get that, yeah, that real nostalgia going. Yeah, although I didn't have a PS2 when I was growing up, I just decided yeah. to use an old DVD type player. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I didn't have a PS2 growing up, but I have a PS2 like right under my TV because just because I found it like someday. I'm just like, oh, sweet. And I just got it. Um, But anyway, yeah. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I have the original movie on DVD. Um, I remember how I got this. I was in Walmart and I saw the DVD bin and I got like a bunch of DVDs from there. And uh the only ones that I probably still have to this day from that trip to Walmart is the Ninja Turtles one and uh, a three pack of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Um, and I obviously found this because like it was super bright. Like it has like this bright green cover to it. It just mm-hmm. looks like, yeah, it lo- it, it stands out. Um, amongst like you know the other generic geezer teasers and whatever other crappy movies they have like in the Walmart uh, DVD pin. Mm-hmm. Um, um, unfortunately, looking at this box, like it's really crappy. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with like DVDs that do this where they have like um the case like edged out, like they have like the recycling logo or they have like a circle like just like cut out of the case and so then it makes like the box like flimsier you know what i'm trying to say um i'm trying to remember it's you're not talking about when it's like um uh you're not talking about where it's like just the character's face in front of it the cover right no 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 no. i'm not talking about like the cover i'm talking about the actual case itself um like the actual thing that holds the disc uh they they like sometimes will just cut out holes and like make them i I don't know why they do this like i've talked about this before on the podcast where they just like cut out like little shapes in the actual case themselves case itself and so then you can like open it and you can like feel the actual cover from the inside of the case it's like really weird and i don't know why dvds used to do that um but it leads to like a really flimsy case. Yeah, I don't know if my case did that. Because mine is from like mine's from a really old release. It's, it's like mm-hmm. from that it's from that three pack um, yeah. with the other movies. And it's like in this white case. Yeah, I remember you sending me a picture of it, and it has like the same cover as mine. Yeah. Um, it looks like a DVD from the two thousands. Like, yeah, that thing looks really cool. Yeah. Um it's, it's yeah. A, it's decent there's not like a ton of extras to it at least on mine mm-hmm. like right there's just like some little games here and there and like some galleries there's no like i didn't see there was any like commentaries or behind the scenes videos oh yeah no this one also has 
original sewer maze interactive game played with your dvd remote control i forgot when dvds tried to have games on them (laughs) yeah i remember i had this um this lilo and stitch dvd um it was it was based off one of the directed dvd movies called leroy and stitch and it had like a Mm -hmm. game with the it was like a ship mini game and i played that a lot yeah i think the last interactive dvd game i played was uh on my a goofy movie dvd and it was like a trivia game of like oh do you remember what happened in the movie and i 100 percented it because of course i know that movie inside and out actually (laughs) so Mm -hmm. um yeah no but that's cool so like your dvd has the exact same thing so does your dvd so it's in that white case you're saying it doesn't have like a hole etched out in it or anything like that uh i want to say no i mean I could try and check, but it's like it's in my closet right now. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Um, yeah, because like honestly, if it's not that, I mean, I feel like a white case would still be kind of aesthetically cool. Yeah, I'm just saying, I like this movie. I think it's cool that it has all these like simple extras. I don't really need like super in depth behind the scenes extras for a movie like this because I'm not like a huge Ninja Turtles fan. Um. But like as I was watching it this time around, I'm like, wow, this is a great movie. I j- or it was a good movie. I just wish it was on a better DVD than what I have it on. Um, I like the cover. I like the movie, but like the case, man, it really, really sucks that it's just not. Uh, it's just not a very well made case. Um, but from what it sounds like, it sounds like your DVD is a lot nicer, and I kind of would prefer to have that in my collection, honestly. Yeah, I think yeah, my DVD case is all right enough. Like it's it mm-hmm. gets the job. Um, yeah. Just try, just just don't try to get like the one where it's like l- just a tur- the turtle's face in front. Oh yeah, that's super lame. Like those are so <laughs> lame. You don't get. I yeah. mean, I'm not gonna say my the DVD cover is amazing looking, but yeah. man, there's so much character to that. Yeah, it's it's charming. Like it has that kind of like it's a little crappy, but like I kind of like how crappy it is. Like it's just because it's trying, you know, because you have like the live action turtles and they you can see like the outline of them. And like, you know, you just have the the title just being like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's like it's simple and charming, but like in a way that's like fun. Whereas yeah. like, yeah, what you're saying with it's when it's just like a character's floating head, like oh, I hate when like. Disney yeah. and Pixar and DreamWorks movies do that. Like it's oh, it's so terrible. It's just like God. Mm-hmm. Like it's it sucks the fun out of the movie. Like it just makes the movie part of a corporate brand at that point. Yeah, I I'm just never been a big fan of those DVDs. I have one of like the first Madagascar. It's so oh, much lamer than the original yeah. DVD case because I remember I had this really nice looking DVD case with like all the characters in it and now i just have this like generic one with just marty and alex and like yeah like, generic background it's so much lamer yeah oh that sucks oh what a shame yeah <laughs> but so um i i will say so from what it sounds like it's this sounds like uh your dvd is my dvd but cooler um yeah, it's so just, yeah honestly i'm i'm getting rid of this dvd uh it's been in a, in my collection for a while actually but i'm i'm just not as attached to it you know it i mean it's sad because like i do remember when i bought it and i think it's a cool design for the uh cover and i do like the movie it's yeah. just that 
I don't know. I'd rather have it on a nicer DVD and in a nicer case um, than what I have it on currently. So yeah. it's a definite keep for the collection. Even though I'm not a huge Ninja Turtles fan, I could watch it again, honestly. And I think, you know, it's a good movie to like put on. Like if I'm ever bored and I'm just like, I feel like watching Ninja Turtles, I'll watch Ninja Turtles. Um, so it's a definite keep for the collection. But and as in terms, uh, as for this actual move, uh, actual DVD, nah, it's it's not staying. Yeah, I don't blame you. That DVD just sounds really rough. Yeah. So you're gonna keep yours? Oh yeah. Um. I do want to try and get back into DVD collecting soon since it's been a while. Mm-hmm. I mostly try and collect um like animated shows and anime movies. Um, mm-hmm. um but I will but I will I am obviously keeping my DVD since you know it's part of my little turtles DVD collection. And it's nice. per it's perf it still works perfectly fine. I for some yeah. reason have two copies of Turtles too though. I don't know why. <laughs> Oh, uh, popping up like madness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did watch that movie a lot, but not enough. Yeah, to get maybe two that's why. Of. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> you watch two the two different DVDs at the same time of that movie. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, <laughs> I think maybe I got like because I remember I got that three pack. And okay. Then, and then I got Turtles. Actually, I think I got Turtles two before I got that three pack. Then I got okay. the three pack. Then and then, you got the three and then I remember, I remember giving away Turtles three because I hated that movie so much <laughs> as a kid, and my, because so I sold it at that um this big DVD thing where my family was getting rid of a bunch of old DVDs before we moved, and mm-hmm. and then later on I did reget Turtles three at like a bargain bin for like a dollar. Yeah. So just to just so it's there with the collection, I didn't want to yeah exclude it, especially. Since I have, <laughs> I got some really funny stuff in that collection. Like I have, um, I have open season and stuff. Like oh, that. nice. You know, I used to have all the open season movies. I remember I went to my local Bulbos cause that's the local store I frequent a lot. And that's where a lot of my movies have come from. Um, and I bought all four of them from there and then I must have returned them after a while because I'm just like, ah, I'm just not as married to the bit. And I kind of regret that because I really should have made an open season episode. But you know what? I guess it's never too late because I can always just go back and buy all four of them again and make yes. an episode on them. So Open season sweep. <laughs> oh, God. The open season sweep is real. Yeah. It's more, it's more real than Garfield gets yeah. real. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Open season sweep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, if you're done talking about Ninja Turtles. I'm done talking about Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um we can get into the wrap up. Yeah. All right, Kawabunga, dude. Uh Omega, please shout out your stuff. Where can people find you? Well, you guys can find me on my YouTube channel known as Crystal Omega. I basically review a bunch of licensed games, both good and bad, to find the hidden gems and to see just what's interesting around that. And maybe occasionally talk about other things, but as of right now, I talk about a lot of licensed games. My most recent video, funny thing, at the time of us recording this, is Team NT2 Battle Nexus, so Hey, check that look out. at us. Yeah, look at us with the crossover and, yeah. and that and such. And, 
And I'm also on Twitter. I post a couple things here and there. So, and you nice. can find all that stuff below. Yeah, I'll put all the links in the description below. Faux and, show. And thank you so much for having me here. This was really fun, aside from oh. my internet acting up. But that's okay. oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. I've had this. You are not the first person to uh, uh, cause me to pause the recording uh, halfway through for sure. Yeah. <laughs> It's happened before. It's totally fine. Well, or maybe maybe I'll edit in uh, my. No, it's, I'll I'll fix it in editing. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's it's fine. No, this was awesome. I love talking about uh, Garfield and Ninja Turtles, two franchises. I'm I've never really been the biggest fan of, but I know enough of that. I was excited to talk about them today. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's two movies out of the collection but hey that's what this podcast is all about yeah um, so yeah thanks for coming on dude this no was problem. awesome this was really fun i liked it yeah. a lot yeah and thank you the audience for listening uh if you want to mm-hmm. support the show give a like give a comment give a uh dm me the word strawberries just just because uh mm-hmm. that tells me you listen to the end of this uh if you want to s- Listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or on YouTube. Yeah, you can listen to us on YouTube. I'm not going to judge. Whatever. Um, but yeah, thanks for watching. And always remember uh, Garfield. He got real. And the turtles got real. And the t- turtles got real. All of us, we got real. Okay, real. bye-bye, everybody. All right, I hope you have a main day. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Just for you, just for you, just for you, just for you.